Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> hello, 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 Kaylin Patterson, Midwest Muscle PPP Real Talk in your earlobes. Hopefully not an ear hoop. That would be a little scary because I've seen some of them and they're pretty big. I don't want to be dangling for one of them. But anywho, <laughs> if you are a drug-free athlete, and I'm looking for a solid foundation to stand on and a, the account to draw the uh, games like what there's a right. Like a Max Trusty's ice cream. Yes. Cream. There you go. Chocolate. Sprinkled. Sprinkled. Snickerdoodle. And chocolate wife for the win. And oh, right now, win. everybody needs a win. <laughs> Everyone needs a win. I feel like if we could do Oprah where you, you're a winner and you're a winner and you're a winner, this is the time to need that because everybody feels like they're at the boiling point. And God knows Ben and I have spoken about this many times and we're going to continue to speak about this because this is very real and this is real talk. And anything that has a priority over the nation that is struggling should be spoken about often because when you communicate, trust me, communication brings about change because there's a brainstorming and thought process and somebody knows something and they're not talking about it because they're scared of what people are thinking. We have been socialized for social media, but we are not being social in the understanding that we should be progressing with that social activity. And I am hard-pressing each and one of our listeners, and I know you guys are listening, and I know you guys download the show because we can see that. So please come up with an idea. If it's just for protecting you, then it probably won't work. But if it has a thought understanding, thought process of understanding of supporting others in the growth of a nation, then trust me, it's something that can be thrown out there because even if it's a tidbit that's brought from your thoughts, and compromise into an understanding of growing the nation, of sustainability, then, yes, it was well worth putting it out into the atmosphere. Des, how are you doing, and how is your day? I I want to say I'm too blessed to be stressed, and really I am, and I, and I can't say that oh, I'm really oh. feeling stressed as much as I'm feeling angst right now, especially on behalf of the small business owners that are out there. Just just so upsetting when you just see closure after closure or even instance now, a friend of P4P Real Talk owns her own gym here locally in Des Moines. Um, she had permission to rent out her studio uh, to individuals who wanted to record online classes, which is what they were doing, so she wasn't breaking any social distancing rules, because I'm not even going to call them laws, because they're not laws. They're rules, they're recommendations. And some, quote-unquote, anonymous caller turned her in to the police under the guise that she wasn't following the social distancing guidelines. And I'm unclear as to whether or not they actually find her, but some sort of action took place that she can no longer rent out her business. Now, she has not taken in any, her business space, I will say. She has not taken in any income over the last nine weeks, or however long this has been at this point, probably not nine weeks, but 
since this whole thing started and gyms were quote unquote closed down and now she can't even rent out her facility to other individuals wanting to record online courses because someone couldn't stay in lane and mind their own freaking business and take their mask and their gloves and go to their own home and not worry about the one or two individuals inside the building not bothering them because they had nothing better to do with their time than to call the police on something that the business owner had permission to do as if times weren't hard enough. So, yeah, I'm not really stressed, but I'm kind of angry right now at that. And I just learned about this, so you guys are getting the raw emotion that's coming through of my frustration with just the fear-mongering and the ignorance that is out there. I mean, I understand how things went down in the beginning because we didn't have a plan. We didn't have enough information. We had a lot of unknowns. But right now, I feel like we're sitting pretty good on protocols, possibilities, more information that we no longer have to be sitting on the edge of fear like we were at the beginning of this. But for some people, that's just not breaking through. That is just no. not sinking in. They don't want to open their eyes or their ears to the progress that's being made. And so I'm that's a little true. upset about that right now. You should be upset. And, and I'm very frustrated because, like Ben's is saying, these are people we know. We know we get to see the background story. We get to see their passion, their interest, their love for people, people's health and fitness. And when you don't know a situation, yes, you're supposed to pause, put it on pause, and understand the parameters of where you're going. And then we've had minds, like we were talking about Tuesday, that said, okay, this is philosophy. This is a way that can still keep the doors open, still keep, uh, you know, something happening in the community and still keep people engaged in life. And even when they come up with that, someone decides that, you know, because I didn't come up with the idea or I didn't have that understanding of what true safety is because I haven't done my due diligence, I haven't done my research, and I haven't been forgiving to the society and the community as a whole that I would just rather stay and do nothing and keep myself safe. Well, if you feel like that's a need for you, then by all means, stay at home, lock yourself up, and I guarantee no one will interact with you because, honestly, with that kind of personality, no one would even want to. But when you go out into society, people are still engaging. These essential stores that we're talking about, these essential employees, they're being asked to go out and do exactly what you're afraid to do on the daily. So if this, is what's causing you fear. If this is what's causing you stress and this is what's causing you uh, whatever, why are you out and spying on the people that are doing something to keep the community alive? Exactly. I just got to throw in my two cents. I'm here, guys. Okay. Hey. <laughs> Courtney. You throw in your two cents. Throw it in. So yeah. throw it. And, and I, I see like exactly what you're saying in those, those folks that are turning in for, you know, breaking the rules per se. And it's, it's all the negativity that people are finding out of every situation. That's so frustrating because these are the people that are being creative and trying to find a way to still provide for those that are in need. Those that want to work out, don't have facilities to work out, don't have equipment. They're being creative and finding ways to still get, the service out there that people want and need at this time because 
How many of us go to the gym for a stress relief? A lot of us. Right. Exactly. Mental and, health. And these, All kinds these of health. people are looking out and finding an opportunity yes, to help others. And then there's others that are just finding the negative side of it and nailing that over and over and over. And that is even more frustrating. <laughs> and, you know, and it's not that I'm unsympathetic because I've had friends who are positive. And, you know, I've mm-hmm. known people who have had relatives, you know, and I'm not even going to qualify it with age or anything like that. They've had relatives that have passed away. I get it. I have, you know, my husband is, you know, an immunocompromised person. I understand Mm -hmm. the need for caution, but I also value and appreciate life for the living. And, you know, folks, just give everyone a break and try to figure out how do we not just survive but thrive in this environment that we're in. And when you make ignorant, I'm going to call it what it is, ignorant move like this anonymous individual like I'm just describing, Mm -hmm. you're not helping anybody. And as Kaylin said, you're only looking out for yourself. And if number one is the only concern that you have, then do go home because at home – Number one can stay number one, and you are the king or queen of that kingdom of one or two or whoever, however big your family is that you control. But as far as the the world who's trying to make the best and, you know, (laughs) proceed and actually just live, Mm -hmm. try to earn a living, not ride the coattails of unemployment and all of that, quote, unquote, free money out there, the stimulus that can't last, that we're going to end up paying for in another year or two. We haven't seen the economic crash of this one yet. Um, You know, they're trying to do their part to contribute, them contribute. If she didn't have 20 people in there or even 15 or how many ever we're not supposed to have, she she wasn't doing anything wrong. She wasn't nope. doing anything wrong. So let it alone. So yep. let it alone. And they're in the in the end is are you being smart about it, still being cautious? Yes. And that's yeah. like myself. I've removed myself from certain situations because I work in a skilled nursing facility. I'm in a in a building with vulnerable people. So I'm yeah. not gonna go out and do extravagant things because I don't wanna put those at risk. If I didn't work yep. in that environment, would I be as cautious? Probably not. So it's just there about being smart. Well, it is about being here's, smart. And, and, I'll, and I'll say this, and I'll continue to say this. We didn't know how to react, and so people didn't react. And I mm-hmm. applaud them for that because they said, look, if I don't know which way to go anywhere, it could be a wrong direction. But now that we have the parameters, now that we have the understanding, now that we know how to identify how to keep the people we know and love safe and still go about being ourselves, isn't Mm -hmm. that what life is all about? And the people that found a way to do it should not be penalized for finding the paradigm shift that this nation so desperately needs. And it does come mm-hmm. from small entrepreneurs. It does come from mom and pop places because their existence depends, their survival depends on interacting with the society at hand. They can't basically send money overseas and expect some kind of profit. They have to invest in the community that they live and thrive. 
So if people are finding a way to do that, they should not be punished. And that's what I'm seeing more and more. The big businesses are basically considered essential. I'll put that in air quotes. And the small businesses are considered at risk or threat to the community. And I'm finding that hard to imagine if a business that can be open for a certain amount of hours, but they have to close to keep it clean, a small business just have that same opportunity and, and chance. And yet I'm mm-hmm. not seeing that. I'm seeing them basically penalized for doing the very same thing and coming up with even better ways of going about doing it with the safety and the health risk mm-hmm. lessened to the extent that they're so minimal it's almost laughable to see them considered a threat. And if we're not going to basically uh, help and engage people that are doing it, Des, you have some numbers you were talking about. Go ahead and put those out there before we go any further, because I don't want to sound like I'm about to bite people's heads off, even though I just... <laughs> All right, guys, this may not be the most up-to-date, up-to-date, but I know they've got to be pretty darn close. But what Taylor and I were discussing <laughs> earlier is that Small businesses are responsible for 52% of all U.S. sales, okay? So 52% of all U.S. sales, and they employ more than 55% of the private workforce. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people that need jobs. That's a lot of taxes that are being paid to cities and states. That is a lot of commerce that's being generated by the small businessman that is, I feel right now, being helped the least. And I don't know about you guys, but I know in Des Moines they're saying that one out of every three restaurants that closes will not reopen. And Mm -hmm. I feel like gyms are in the same plight. They have been labeled as non-essential, but all we all know, as far as all we on this call, that, you know, exercise is critically important, whether that's in a gym or elsewhere. And, yes, we can exercise elsewhere, but some people, if they don't go to that gym, it's just not getting done. And while that might be a personal mm-hmm. problem for them, it is a reality, and it helps relieve, you know, stress. It, it helps relieve those natural endorphins by exercising to deal with mental health issues, just overall health issues. You know, if someone can get on an elliptical and just ride their little life away for 30 minutes, they're going to be more productive there for that 30 minutes than going out. And healthy. You know, sometimes you just have to be in that environment to achieve the goals that you need. And I guess, you know, those will make the argument, well, now they're just going to have to achieve it a different way. And I guess maybe they will, but that doesn't change the fact that small businesses are suffering People are losing their dreams. People are losing their jobs. Cities and states are losing revenue and income. And there aren't enough opportunities in the big businesses to hire everyone that's going to be displaced by this this, um, pandemic that we're in. And it's, I don't know, it's, it's really serious. I mean, there are so many serious ramifications other than just pure health later right now that it's, you know, it's it's hard to kind of wrap your mind around at that time. So I'm going to flip the script for us a little bit because what we invited Courtney here tonight to talk about is how to keep a champion mentality. And so right now we've got kind of a negative mentality going on, but that's understandable. So let's, let's try to reset our minds here and talk about how do you maintain <laughs> a champion mentality. Um, and, and 
Kaylin has already challenged listener land out there. I mean, you guys have eyes to see and ears to hear and minds to think through and comprehend. What kind of solutions are you seeing out there to, like I was saying, not only survive but to thrive and and share those with us? How are you maintaining a champion mentality? We're going to talk through how we think that looks, but we want to hear from you guys too. How are we all? How can we all maintain that champion mentality even in the toughest of times? Courtney Space, although you haven't really introduced yourself, you guys know we love Courtney. <laughs> She's the women's yep, you know, and um, all around great gal. And uh, so, late on us, Courtney, what are some of the thoughts that you've been having? Yeah, so I've I've talked a lot with some of my teammates and. Um, other competitors that I'm kind of side by side with. And the the biggest struggle I think is one, obviously the gyms um, Two, the food sources. Um, a lot of people have been struggling to get their meals prepped to meet their macros. And three, the other aspect of, I don't have a job right now. So financially this is really tough and stressful. Um, and I always go back to, looking at what you have control over. There's so many situations right now, lots lots of different angles that we have no control over. And it's a matter of focusing on what we do have control on and don't sulk on the ones we don't. And then going from there and trying to figure out, okay, how am I going to make this work and keep that mindset of why you started in the first place. And I always come back to um, having that game plan. Uh, when you have, have your plan all set out, despite all of these things out of our control, it's going to help you stay on track. Just, just like meal prepping, um, having your typical daily schedule. I know a lot of people have completely gone off a daily routine because you know, they're not getting up and going to work every day. Um, so finding that mindset where you can focus on what you have control of, getting the plan set, and then just following through with that. Um, meal prepping, obviously, you got to stick to that. And if you can't find the food sources you need, it's time to think outside the box, just like the workouts. Um, if any of you follow my Instagram page, you'll see lots of different ideas of home workouts. Um, well, where there is a will, there's a way, right, guys? Oh yes, there it is. So it, I mean, it, it is. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of that person too, where I find most of my drive is in the gym. Like you were saying, Desiree, about uh, that's my motivator, that's my push, is when I'm in the gym, um, and I, I feel that too. But it's a matter of again setting, setting those goals. Why did I start this? following that plan and just putting your head down and going. Um, I've found some good creative ways. If you've seen my, again, my Instagram post, I've been using a broomstick and bands for a lot of workouts. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? It works. And actually, after I've done it a few times, I'm like, this, this is kind of fun. This is a different change of pace. And, and I, uh, it, it's, it's been eye-opening for me to not yes, have, you know, that, that set equipment and 
set routine to, to kind of veer off the path a little bit. Um, but in the end, you're trying to achieve the same goals. Oh, almost definitely. Exactly. Yeah, we, we've got a lot of things that happen in our lives that we just have no control over. And I, I heard Des mention this earlier, as you know, and, and I definitely heard Courtney say it. We have to understand there's going to be bumps in the road, and this is a pothole. I mean, it's been a couple yeah. of rims, and we've had to change a couple of tires, and it's hard to find that uh, that tire replacement in, in, in an easy fashion because everybody suddenly bought a tire. So it's that's just an analogy, but I'm saying we, mm-hmm. we've hit one that's really done some significant damage, but we still want to get back to our way of life. And I will say this, guys, because I, you, you're, I, I get your frustration. Dad and I were very frustrated about what happened with Amber, so, you know, we're, we're feeling that frustration too. Uh, the language, guys, I, I'm, we have to be civil. If you, if you can't be civil in your heart, you won't get your point across because everyone will just simply hear anger and frustration. Mm-hmm. So if you notice, Dad and I, the whole time we were ranting, we kept it cordial and civil, even though there's frustration in what we're saying. So, you know, I, I get the anger and I get the frustration, mm-hmm. but if we're not speaking to each other, we're not speaking at all. We're just using words and hopefully something gets through, and that's not the way to communicate. So with that being said, and, and then the control a lot of the things we were and thought we were in control of, we find out that we're struggling at, at the very least, at the very most. We know that we can do better, and we got to find that way. This is why we're having shows like this, so we can speak openly, but not blaming or directing or trying to accuse anyone. We don't need to get an, uh, an accusatory stance or, or way of thinking. Let's just make sure the things that we can get our hands on and do that we do it in a very productive and positive way. So, Courtney, I appreciate everything you just said about that, but you are a champion from, you know, way back. So there were plenty of things that you had to overcome. And I noticed uh, a lot of times, you know, when, when, when new categories come up with uh, the bodybuilding community, there's a lot of questions, and basically somebody has to be the prototype. And you found a way to niche yourself into that as, as well. So with that kind of progressive forward thinking, how does how do you manage that and basically portray that understanding to others who don't walk that walk like you normally do and who don't think that thought that you normally do? So how do you get your mindset to trickle down to the ones who are struggling? Uh, it's just a ton of positivity, positive reinforcement. Um, we, all, we all have our self-doubts. We all have our demons and and it's a matter of letting go of that, being strong enough to let go of that. Um, I, I've always been more of an upbeat person, and I don't tend to um, look at how, it's, how I'm going to fail. Um, and that, that's a hard one to teach. It really is. You've got to look at, at why you're going to succeed, how you're going to succeed, and not how you're going to fail. And right now... With all of the shows being so questionable, um, we're basically prepping for the unknown right now, and that just adds another, how am I going to fail at this, or how am I not going to fulfill what I set out for? Um, So it's 
I, I tell people over and over and over, you gotta, you gotta let go of that thought process. Um, that, I mean, that's, that's my biggest um, avenue of, of trying to bring people out of that, just that thought process. And that, you know, and we talked about this a little bit on Tuesday and mindset really just is so important through all of that. So, you know, I think Courtney has hit on some good points. Instead of focusing on the unknown, what we don't know, and again, the fear, or am I going to fail? Well, at this point, it's not even about am I failing or not. It's just am am I doing, period. And I think that in itself is even a win. So, you know, changing that mindset. And that's something that I have to remind myself of uh, every day. And I think I've graduated a little bit because for a while there, I was, uh, I was scoping, you know, pictures of Rottweiler puppies pretty hard. <laughs> that was kind of my release to kind of find that happy place, that golden place and, and keep me in a good mood. And I find that I don't need to look at Rottweiler puppies as much as I, uh, as I once did um, because I'm just doing a better job of managing my mindset of that. And, um, focusing on the things that we talked about control, the things that we can control. But then also, you know, I and Kaylin is as well, if you listen to our show, know that we have uh, we have a lot of faith and um, we are believers and just really doubling back down on that and, and recalling the promises that God makes. And I was reading in the book of Joshua, I think it was just this morning, and I, of course, I'm not going to remember the um, chapter or the verse, but it basically says all of the good promises that God made the Israelites, he fulfilled every one. And I was just like, you know, that was such a great reminder that if God promised it, he will fulfill it. Even though it took them, you know, how many odd years because of their own stubbornness for him to be able to do that, but he did it every single one, and they repeated it twice, that every good promise that he made, he fulfilled. And that can be one of the things in maintaining a, uh, you know, a champion attitude is whether it's whoever it is that you draw um, inspiration um, from is just recalling, you know, what blessings they have set forth in your life and that those can happen again. And I think mm-hmm. that helps to, you know, set that mindset in the right direction. I know we started out kind of angry today, but I'm already, you know, <laughs> got to let that go. Got to let that go. Got to shift to an attitude of gratitude and love. And so that's where I'm <laughs> headed. And so even just talking through this right now is, is helping me to make that shift. And, uh, you know, is changing my perspective and probably the tone of this conversation. <laughs> As you speak, Kaylin Patterson, what have you got to add? (laughs) Here's the thing. Uh, No one wants to see a friend get hurt. And we've seen several in in the professional realm. And so there's going to be a response. But if you notice in everything I'm saying, there has to be a sustainable way to get out of this. And I I think that's the one thing we – Reacting with just words is not enough. We have to react with our minds and our bodies being active in the pursuit of doing that. And the one thing that 
bodybuilders and, and competitors and anybody who's been physically active understands you have to do something for the change to happen. And and so, you know, with, with this mindset that we're all, all three of us are giving is the understanding that, yes, there's a situation that needs to be addressed, and that's what's going on. And then you say, okay, well, what's the best way to go about it? Everyone is unique, and that's understood, but we can all find common ground. That's what needs to happen. When we're moving forward, it can't just be I. It has to be us. And I, I, I did some very poor grammar when I was messaging Dad earlier, but it was exactly how I was feeling when I, when I said it, and I still believe that. We, we can't get away from each other in order for ourselves to be strengthened. We have to come together, even though we have to social distance ourselves to make that happen. Moments like this, times like this, venues like this, can bring us together with an understanding that there has to be a better way. And it's it's disheartening to see the, the childhood antics, the name-calling, the polarized mm-hmm. thinking, the, 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 the understanding that my way is the only way that can get us out of this. It, I, I know that Illinois ways won't work in Iowa. I know that Iowa ways won't work in New York. So, you know, if everyone can basically hear what the other person is saying, then movement happens forward. And you can't, I, I, I would keep stressing this, you cannot stress the small business owner and you cannot penalize them for finding unique ways instead of basically taking what they're doing and, and expounding it where it can work for all small business. We're basically shutting that business down for the fear of whatever. And fear does not grow anything. It kills it. Uh, worry doesn't grow anything. It kills it. I mean, everything comes from growth, uh, community, society, progression, love. And if we're not using those tools, then we're basically tearing the foundation up in order to hide ourselves instead of acknowledging where we are as a nation, as a nation. We have to look at the whole of who we are and not just basically how big business is being sustained in the hope that they'll be able to revamp or reinvigorate uh, the society or the city or wherever you are. It's got to be everyone. We are United States, so everyone has to interact. And we basically have to act because the reactionary stance is done. We we figured out that there's a virus going on. Yes, we understand it. We realize that people are getting sick and dying. Yes, we understand that. But we also understand the parameters that were out there, and we should find a way to interact with those parameters instead of basically denying ourselves growth during this time. Growth happens, change happens at all times. And if we're not in that mindset, we're not growing as a nation, and we will stumble and fall if we keep the ideology of fear as the leading guide and tool. Mm-hmm. Fear destroys yes. a lot. And if we, yep. we need to find a balance. There, there doesn't yes. seem to be a happy balance. And it's, you know, it's that teeter-totter. <laughs> we're, going, yes. we're going way one way or we're going it's way extreme. the other way. We can't yeah. have that. It doesn't work. No, it doesn't. Yeah. The devil is always in the extremes. Um, so speaking yes. of that happy balance, 
Uh, I'm watching you happily balance on a uh, medicine ball with some 10-pound dumbbells. So I I went out to Courtney's <laughs> Instagram page. I know a lot of you did too. So I'm looking yes, out did. there. And uh, she does have a lot of great at-home workouts, guys. So check it out. I know a couple of weeks ago we had folks asking us, you know, well, what do we do since we can't get to the gym? And we were talking a lot about, you know, trying to find that Instagram or that YouTuber or that somebody that is a good person to follow. Well, here you go, right here, Courtney Space, a solid Instagram person. You can go out there, check her at-home workouts. And I noticed you have two very large dogs. They're not Rottweilers, mind you, but they're still cute. <laughs> no, they're, they're still good-looking puppies. They're, they're my horse dogs. <laughs> yes. English, what kind of dogs English are master. they? English oh master. my gosh, they are so see. So they're they're Magic. they're in the line oh of Rottweilers, God. but but <laughs> they're pretty darn big, and they're not just uh, my, a, a black and red, about, a black and tan. No, he's I guess. about two hundred pounds, so he's a he's a big boy. He is a big boy, and they are so interested in what you're doing. They're like, why is mom doing this instead of paying attention to us? And, the one yeah. is kind of sleeping. The one definitely wants your attention. <laughs> Are they a little bit older, though? Because I was watching one trying to get up on your couch, and he was struggling a little bit. Yeah, that's Stoli. She's a, she'll turn 11 in a couple weeks. So wow. Okay, pretty, gotcha. Yeah, she's pretty old. Yeah. Massive. Yeah. Yeah. So she's, she's got a bad knee that she kind of hobbles around on, but she's. She's still getting around. We got her on medication right. now, and so just quality Hello. of life at this point for her. And yeah, and, uh, the little the big, the big dope. Yeah, is about he's about eight. He was a rescue dog, so we're not exactly sure how old he is. But he, he he's the one that's usually always right underneath me anytime I'm doing something. <laughs> yeah. Right there. Well, I have a little miniature dash hound who's 14 this year. And uh, anytime you get on the floor, if you're working out, she's like, well, if you're Uh my level, then it's my time. And so almost never can get the workout done when the dog is in the area. Although Uh if you're out on the deck, if it's warm enough, she will sun herself and uh, and leave you alone. But, uh, yeah, guys, if you want to check out Courtney's Instagram account, her handle is Courtney Space, one word, spelled C-O-U-R-T-N-E-Y-S-P-A-E-T-H. So uh, give her a follow and uh, check out all her videos, and she's been posting full workouts, and then she posts a little demo of each exercise in the workout that she's outlined. So, it's a, it's a pretty good um, program to follow. You've got the workout, the reps, everything written out, and then an example or a demo of how to use the bands or the weights or those sorts of things. So, um, And you don't necessarily have to lift the same weight that she's lifting, although in some no. of them she's only got 10 pounds. But, you know, for some of you guys, it might be a can of soup or it might be five pounds if you even have that at home. So, you know, yeah. high reps, low weight. Get it done. You can get it That's done. Right. You Work did out. get creative with a broomstick out there. So <laughs> whatever you got at home, you can make it work. Yep. Make it work out. You can yeah, make I can live with it that. work. <laughs> <laughs> and if you swear, so there you, have you can it. up the suit, and then you can go from there. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, 
I, I, like I said, I, I understand that we're angry, and I, I appreciate you guys commenting, but the language, there's no way I'm going to be able to post any of these uh, comments or questions. It's just too rude and vulgar. So uh, let's calm down like that. said. Let's get in a happy place. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need to be with uh, the Barney the Dinosaur, but we can get into a better state of understanding. I mean, I, I've used a lot of Basically, I've seen things happen, and I've used that to motivate myself to get through the workouts and stuff like that. But I didn't tear up the gym in the process of getting the workout, and I think that's what we're we're our minds are right now because there's a lot of frustration. I get it. I get it, guys. Mm-hmm. Trust me. I get it. And man, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. yeah. But we're not we're not going to get anywhere being angry. That's. Yeah, that's the problem. Yes. I mean, it's just a vicious you know, cycle yeah. that gets us nowhere, but gets us frustrated even more. So, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I say if you feel the anger, be angry. That's a natural response, but just don't stay yeah. there and don't let it cloud right. your thought process, which is where we're trying to get there because now we want to use our anger to launch into productive, positive thought on okay, where do we go from here? So if any of you guys have any ideas out there, creative ideas that might help a small business person, um, you know, and I know all businesses are different, so it's hard to say, well, you know, idea I have for one business won't work for another. But, you know, just to get the thought process going um, or think about it, and if you come up with a solid idea and you know somebody who has that line of business, reach out to them and say, hey, you know, you may have already thought about this, but was just thinking of ways that, um, you know, you can, you know, find, what am I trying to say here, that I can help support your business or ideas that you can launch that the community can (laughs) support your business. I know that one idea that we were looking at at the chiropractic office um, that I work for is that we were going to have a restaurant week. And, of course, a lot of them aren't open or only doing delivery. And not everybody can do this, but it's an idea maybe that another business can do that is still open um, and is still, you know, able to bring in some sort of revenue, can use to support their community. But, you know, our Mm -hmm. doctor is going to um, open up a small tab at, you know, you know, how many ever restaurants, and then, of course, it's a promo. He's basically just opening up to patients, but if it gets out wider, then that's fine. But we announce the restaurant, and then the first, like, five people or whatever that go in, then they can get, um, you know, $10 off of their off of their order. So even though they're only going to that restaurant to maybe pick up their order, you know, He'll well, however much his tab is going to be, that's what they will get up, you know, get off of their order. So say if he's going to donate a hundred dollars to this restaurant, then the first ten people who go to the restaurant on that day and mention, you know, our name or however we work this out, then they will get ten dollars off their order. So, you know, that's helping the person that might need some help and otherwise may not have been able to. Uh, afford eating out, if you will, and then it's helping that business as well. So just an example of creative ideas to try and bolster community support for these local businesses, small businesses that just need that help. I mean, and people, maybe you don't have enough income to take advantage of something like that because you're doing good just to be able to get to the grocery store 
and put food on your table for your family that way. Um, but maybe there are some other ways that might generate support for local businesses that maybe don't require, you know, a financial outlay of sorts. Maybe it's a bar. Yeah, maybe couple, it's, I don't know what it is. A couple, but, you know, just, couple good ideas that I had seen with, um, like, florists. There have been, let's, let's support a nursing home and we're going to adopt a resident for, you know, Mother's Day or whatever, and it's $25 to put a bouquet together to get every resident in there a, a flower. So you're perking up people that can't see their loved ones at this time. They're kind of down, and then you're supporting that local business. Um, that's, that's another great idea as well as gyms. I've seen um, doing a rental for equipment and letting... Uh letting people take equipment or doing mm-hmm. – some have been volunteering to keep their um, fees coming out to help support um, even like shake businesses that have been um, supporting all essential workers and having somebody donate or sponsor a day to pay for sh- nutrition shakes for workers. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of good good things like that that have been – um, supporting local businesses around here. Yes. Uh, one of the things we did for our area, and I, I can't remember who came up with the idea initially, but I thought it was a very good idea, and that was when the stimulus checks were coming out. It was a really strong and hard push for the money to go straight to the local businesses so they could, uh, you know, keep their doors open because, you know, they, they right. are the ones that need the money the most. Because if, if we're not investing in our own community, what does that say of our community and how we think about going about making an improvement? Um, I really enjoyed that. Um, you, you, of course, people were already in debt, so they could only do so much. But you figure if all of us are pitching in, then that can add up to a business mm-hmm. staying open another month until, you know, this, this ship is righted. Uh, the one thing I'm afraid of hearing and I, when I say afraid, it's not true fear. It's just a big concern is that this con, this need to get back to normal. I, I think Tara had said it really nice on a Tuesday show. Uh, normal changed. Our normal has changed. And we need to understand that we are going to be moving forward in this transition and not moving back. Uh, we're not gaining anything by trying to hold on to something that obviously will not be sustainable anymore because we have been changed because of these, uh, this pandemic, and we, there's going to be safety things that have to be done, and uh, we better understand that it's going to be on all of us to do them, or we face the understanding that we get right back into what we're trying to get out of. So let's move forward, let's think forward, let's progress forward, and understand that we can get back to good health. Let's that's the good health. That's always been the oxymoron for me is that we're, we're worried about good health and we're shutting the health clinics. So that's kind of weird to me. But we will get past that as well. And hopefully in the future, this will be a better concern that when people are getting sick, let the healthy get even healthier so we have less sick. So that's another thing that we can start looking and, and, and ensuring. And I think uh, one of the things that I've been seeing missing in I'll, I'll give uh, Kathy credit for this one. You know, what about the town hall meetings? 
I don't know about how it is in you guys' region, but we haven't had any, and that's uh, amazing that we haven't even with Zoom and all these other interconnected uh, Internet opportunities. They're not being used on the side of basically people speaking to the councilmen and women or the state representatives. I'm not sure if they're even up to par with the tech that we know and live in daily, but that's a good concern and a good question moving forward. What do you guys think? Oh, I totally agree, but I'm going to defer here to Courtney first, and she's our guest. <laughs> yeah, so I I do. I agree. I are, Actually, here in, in Wisconsin, we had our uh, voting on April 7th. <laughs> Wow. And they they tried to call well, the mayor tried to he tried to call it off last last minute the day before uh, Evers and it just yeah didn't go anywhere and um, I think that that was a big missed opportunity for doing some of the online stuff and uh, taking advantage of the technology that's out there to to help with with what we're experiencing. I mean, and I think that two-way communication, it it really has to happen, regardless of what your stance is. I know our governor, she's been asking for public opinion on, you know, what people think about opening up the state, and she had a number you could call, and you could vote if you feel like you should shelter at home, yes, or if you feel like you should mm-hmm. not shelter at home, you know, hit two for no, and then you could leave a voicemail as to what you thought, and You know, with technology the way it is, you can use social media, email, call, but do share your opinion and be part of that process. And the absentee ballots, or at least in Iowa, are coming out. So, I mean, they're they're gearing up to support their election regardless of how all of this goes. (laughs) So do be part of that process, that communication, and states should be doing more to – encourage encourage that two-way communication like that. Right. Yeah. And that's that all right there. Okay, do I hear a dog? Saying that she that she agrees that she agrees with the two-way communication. It, it, well, I, I think we've forgotten what civil discourse and uh, civil being just civil-minded because we are supposed to interact with our government, and our government is supposed to interact with us. And there's, a, there's definitely, especially during this pandemic, we see there's a great breach, a great divide between the government and the people that should never have been allowed or acceptable. But somehow, some way, we had enough perspective nowadays where we didn't uh, interact with our, our government. And so there is a great breach and a great divide, and it's very apparent. I mean, because I, I watched uh, many times while the governor was speaking, and, and even you know the local uh, local government, they don't interact in the understanding that there's going to be responses that they don't like, and that should be acceptable. Because if you're governed by the people, that means all of the people, even the ones that don't agree with you, and, and it's uh, something that needs to be addressed whether we do it now or 10 years from now, or maybe it'll be the next generation, but it has to be addressed just like this pandemic. We can't just keep having people say, well, it's a hoax and the pandemic is this, 
when people are dying. Because like Dad said, I've, I've lost childhood mentors, I've lost family, and I've lost friends with this epidemic. And, and I can definitely tell you, their coughing was not a hoax. It wasn't a joke. And they realized, you know, early on that they weren't going to survive. And that's a very hurt, hurting time and a very hurting understanding where, you know, there but by the grace of God, we could be in the same situation. So please, mm-hmm. let's be more understanding that even though we might not be suffering personally, there's someone surf, uh, suffering personally without our understanding or concern because we simply don't know. But that doesn't make their life any less because of it or any more uh, aware that, you know, this is a reality. This is real. And, and we need to basically right. understand more that this is a very real matter and situation, and people are dying from it. And that's what I'll add to this. And Courtney, thanks so much for your championship mentality because God knows we need it today. I couldn't yeah. quite hear you. Sorry, what was that we, last we part? We love you. We love you, Courtney. That's what I said. Oh, love you. <laughs> it got a little it got a little raspy. I'm like, I can't, I can't. what'd you say? Maybe I just wanted you to say it again. <laughs> well well with that being said, I, I guess that's a good note to end on. We we started out being angry and now we're in now we're ending with a love fest. So that's you know, you really can't get much better than that. <laughs> Well, Courtney, thanks so much for joining us. Please keep turning out those at-home um, workouts. Yes, uh, Suggestions. Those are awesome. That. Listener Land, go check them out. If you are in need, she is a trusted source that I'm more than happy to send you her way uh, for good, sound examples of home workouts. And, yes. uh, Kaylin, I guess since we're, since we're all feeling the love here, let's have some snickerdoodle love. Yeah. Well, I know. I know that we can use snickerdoodle tubs to help in our workout, so let's do that too. (laughs) (laughs) There you go, folks. So on behalf of all the small business people out there that are still being respectful of social distancing and COVID-19 requirements but are being creative and imaginative, let's show them some love and support. On behalf of Courtney, Kaylin, the boys at P4P Muscle, our bodies are a temple, so let's build it. Oh, it's negative. <laughs>